This is Meg Tilton at The 8 Cow Life, episode number 55, Unplugging from Your Life. This is The 8 Cow Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Welcome back to the podcast this week, everybody. I'm so glad that you all are here. It is our last few days of summer, because summer is kind of drawing to a close, and we are headed back to school this week, and I have mixed emotions about that. I'm both happy and sad. It was nice to kind of take a break from all the activities that we do during the year and just have no schedule. In fact, it's really actually been just the last two weeks or so that we've actually had nothing on the schedule because we still had things going on during the summer like swim team and piano and uh, dance for my daughter and just kind of kept kind of lingering and things were going on, which is good. There's, it's good to have things going on, but it wasn't quite as fast paced, of course, but we've just had nothing the last couple of weeks and it's been really, really, really nice. Now I like the no schedule, but, and the carefreeness of that, but I also like structure and order. And so I'm kind of getting excited for things to start back up with school this week. And they already have activities starting. It's like, man, you hit the ground running, right? <laughs> you just get going. Um, and that's good. And it will be good to have structure back into our lives. Although I have kind of joked with Dr. Tilton because we have kids in so many different activities. I was like, it's nice seeing you. Um, I'll see you in December when we have another break. (laughs) Kind of feels like that, actually. But we're actually taking steps to make sure that we still do see see each other. We're scheduling time every day to talk to each other while he's at work. And of course, um, weekly date nights. So I hope you can do that too for yourself in your marriage and um, be able to keep that kind of going because it's really easy to get that sucked away if you don't consciously schedule it and make time for it. So I wanted to kind of talk about what happened with us this summer and how I kind of approached summer this year. I'm kind of one who gets these really crazy wild ideas and I get them more from the sense of I want to see if I can do it. It's kind of a challenge for me. So the wild and crazy idea I got this summer, I think I've talked about a little bit here on the podcast, was that I wanted to get rid of all electronics and media. Now, um, we actually don't have most electronics that a lot of people do. So when I say get rid of electronics, I um, mean we just turned off the movies And we didn't do video games and we didn't do Netflix because we don't have cable or TV of any form. Like we don't have dish or anything like that. We just have this flat antenna thing that you put next to your TV. So we do get local channels, but the TV actually never went on this summer, which was awesome. We have no gaming systems. We don't have like Xboxes or Nintendo 360 or whatever the newest thing is out there. My kids love Fortnite, of course, but we don't have 
any of that stuff. And if they do play it, it's usually at a friend's house. Um, and none of my kids have phones or personal communication devices. So the electronic deletion from our life was pretty minimal, probably, um, compared to most people, but it was still something that I thought was really important because my kids would still get on the computers and play games or watch videos. Um, and I especially noticed in my little kids that they were watching movies. Now we've kind of picked it back up again. So as I'm even recording this right now, they're watching a movie so that they are quiet for me. So I definitely see the, the pros of media. (laughs) It helps, you know, if you want to get some stuff done as a mom, but I just had kind of decided that this was the direction we were going to go as a family this summer. And I'm really glad I did. And I have to say, guess who was the number one offender of breaking the rule? It was me. I am totally addicted to my phone. This is a problem actually I'm going to be addressing more in my personal life over the next couple of months because it's not healthy. And I can see that now. And, um, but the thing that's really hard, right, is that if people text me, I need my phone, I need my phone to call people. Um, it's really handy to look up places if I'm going. So it's definitely an amazing tool to use. And I have nothing against that. But I need to really um, kind of sequester myself from a lot of social media and other things like that, not totally cut myself off, but really give myself a timetable because I realized some of the benefits of when I really did restrict myself uh, with that this summer. And I want to talk to you about those. So I have three main things that I I kind of came away with this summer in doing this media fast, if you will, um, with my family and with myself. And so if you're wondering how this might work for you and if it could work I definitely want to say it could and it can (laughs) if you decide to do it I'm not going to say that it's easy it is hard but there was a lot of talk about it before we did it so my kids weren't like blindsided all of a sudden like you know they were they weren't playing games one day and then the next day I'm like that's it we're totally done shut it down they knew it was coming and so they even negotiated with me because after the uh, first full week that they were out of school, my little kids were still in preschool. So they're like, well, we're technically not all out of school yet. So can we watch stuff still? And so I let them kind of binge for a week going into it. And then, um, and then they were really good. So let me talk to you about the three things that I noticed that happened because sometimes you don't always know the benefits of doing these things. And I think that some of these benefits that I'll talk about are definitely worth it if they're things that you feel are not already happening in your home. So probably the biggest one that I noticed, especially for me, but also with my children, was the level of creativity go up. So when you take away all of social media and electronics and anything that can stimulate their brain kind of on autopilot, they had to start using their brain and so did I. And I noticed that my little ones really started make-believing more and they would play with their toys more, they would play together more. Um, For myself, I found it a lot easier to come up with new ways to run my business and my stress level dropped in feeling like I had not um, 
like in feeling like I wasn't as good as everybody else or that I wasn't coming up with ideas or that my ideas were stupid because I wasn't comparing myself to anybody. And I think that, you know, in learning that for myself, I think a lot of this can translate to our kids because I think we have to be really careful about what our kids are exposed to and what they're seeing all the time. Because if my, I was feeling like, oh, I have really awesome ideas now. I feel more creative. I don't feel so stupid because I wasn't comparing myself to these people on social media who don't see me at all. But I was just like, oh, I don't do it like them. My idea is not going to be as good. I think the same is true for our kids, right? If we want them to have more creativity, to come up with original ideas and to feel good about themselves, we really do need to kind of try and limit that um, access to social media. So it was really interesting on this line of thinking as well, because when I was in Texas in June for a mastermind for coaches, um, one of the speakers was another coach who has a PhD in psychology, and she shared data that really related to your self-esteem. And the data that she uh, shared had everything to do with social media. And she said that social media actually has no benefits for how we feel about ourselves and increasing our self-esteem. So if you go on social media and you happen to see people who are doing really awesome and all these amazing things, your self-esteem is going to go down. But if you go on social media and you see people who are not doing as well as you, it doesn't raise your self-esteem. So really there's no upside for your self-esteem with going on social media. Now, social media, I think is great if you want to get like, maybe get some ideas, just be like, I wonder what's out there. Okay. That's a really cool idea. Maybe I could kind of play off of that or whatever. Um, but in terms of trying to really feel good about yourself, social media is actually the last place that you want to go. And I found that kind of true when I cut it out of my life and would only look at it, say once a week, as opposed to every day, several times a day. So, um, yeah. So if you want to feel good about yourself, cut out your social media, right. Or limit it a little bit more and it will, really help you in that area. So I think that that was probably the creativity and the self-esteem thing was like, I'm kind of clumping that all into number one was really a big thing that I noticed from cutting back on our media use. The second thing you can hear my kids probably screaming in the background. I'm not sure what's going on, but the second thing was that my kids read a ton more. And, um, now they, my oldest three who can all read pretty good sized chapter books, um, they each would read about, they each read about 15 books this summer. Now I know for many of you, 15 books, 15 to 20 books may not seem like that much, but for our family, (laughs) that is a great improvement. And so if I had done a media free summer for that reason alone, I'm so glad that I did because their reading level went up tremendously and it was really a great thing for them. And my husband is really great. Like he reads a story to them every night before they go to bed, the boys, and, uh, they're really enjoying a book right now. Like there was arguments last night about the fact that he was stopping, like begging, pleading that he would keep going. So that's a huge win in my book. So I think if you're having problems having your kids read, or you want your kids to read more, 
cut out the media. That will be a benefit of that for sure, especially if you take them to the library. We would go once a week. They really, really like that. I'd also read a, read a ton of books to my little kids, and we'd get new chapter books, and we found some really fun books that I actually ended up purchasing on my own that I really, really liked and were going to keep. So that was a great benefit of cutting out the media. Now, I know you just heard my kids in the background, but this was <laughs> number three, is that I really feel like there was less fighting um, overall. Now my kids aren't perfect, right? And they still have bickering and there's always some daily bickering going on when you have a household of five kids that are really opinionated and kind of rambunctious like, like mine. But I did notice that there was a decrease in the amount of annoyance and things that were going on and they played a lot more together and, um, they just generally played outside more and got along a bit better. And I really do attribute that to the decrease in media. So like I was saying before, schedules and routines are really good and they're healthy, but I think sometimes those routines can become kind of entrenching in our brain, kind of our brain gets into these ruts and there's really not that much wiggle room for our brains to kind of have an outlet and have our individual creativity and all of that emerge. And so I want to add in here that in addition to unplugging from media, I really discovered the importance of kind of unplugging from your daily routine and life um, on a daily basis. So I have often heard people refer to that you should live a life that is so amazing that you would never want to go on vacation to try and get away from it. And I actually don't agree with this statement. And I don't agree with it for a couple of reasons. Because number one, regardless of how amazing your life is, no matter where you live, and I definitely do think that you can have a, an amazing day-to-day -day life, no matter where you live, based on maybe some choices that you make, maybe, maybe based on where you live and the job that you're in and the things that you decide to do with your life. But there is always going to be those daily tasks that are always there. You're always going to have to cook meals. You're always going to have to clean your house and you're going to have to take your kids to activities. You're going to have to pay bills. You're going to have to maintain your yard or whatever. So there is always this constant uh, nagging of just normal, healthy activities that we do every day. But we develop patterns when we do these things and we're in a place for a while. And I think that if we don't take a vacation from that, sometimes our brain gets really stuck in a rut. And so our creativity and our ability to um, have new ideas really doesn't, uh, isn't able to generate uh, at its highest level. So I think vacations away from your normal surroundings are so important to give your mind something new to focus on. And if nothing, it's just a new scenery to look at, right? Because I look out the same window every day when I do my dishes. I see the same thing. Maybe I see some different birds flying through my yard or a different animal running through, but it's basically the same thing. And I think we can just really get into that rut of our everyday life. And that really kills our creativity and ability to be spontaneous and fun and all of that. 
So for me this summer, getting away to Montana was really that break that my brain needed and it truly invigorated me. And it wasn't because I went there and I did a ton of conscious thinking, right? I think it really invigorated it because I did a lot of unconscious thinking. I kind of let those things that are always nagging at me and in my brain kind of float away. And I was thinking about different things. Like I was really engaging with family members that I don't regularly see and having conversations and learning about them. And I, and I was in a setting that I'm not used to, you know, on beautiful Flathead Lake in Montana and this beautiful surroundings, the smells were different. The food was different. The temperature and weather was different. It just kind of gave my brain this ability to unplug from what it's normally doing and really uh, just kind of feast on the beauty and the novelty and the stimulating things of something new. So I find that when we give our brains a change, the things that we can tend to be so micro-focused on actually end up being able to expand more. So um, this happens a lot actually in sleep, right? They've done a lot of studies that if you are trying to figure out a problem and you can't seem to come up with a solution, a lot of times sleep will do that or changing the scenery, right? Will do that because you take your focus off of that and your brain is unconsciously still working on that problem and then all of a sudden it'll click into place for you. And so then those new ideas and those solutions are able to come for you when you aren't stuck in such a rut. So I really challenge you that if you're finding yourself in a rut and you're not knowing, you're not really knowing what the next step for you should be, I want you to give your brain a break. I want you to give it a break from media. Like turn it off, like read a book, like actually read a book. Don't listen to a book, read a book, like hold a book in your hands and read it or change your physical surroundings. And this doesn't have to be like you go on this huge vacation. You could take a day trip, right? Or you could go to a new town or you can engage in a new class or learn a new skill that you're not normally doing. And I really think that you will be amazed at the results that you get. You will find solutions to problems you will have more creative ideas come to you and you will let your brain kind of take a big breath. Like I always think it's so interesting how I'm breathing all the time, right? My lungs are working all the time, but occasionally it feels just really good to take that deep breath. And I think that that's what happens to our brain when we unplug from our normal daily routines and life is we give our brain that big collective deep breath that it needs to then move forward and keep working at its highest level and at its most efficient level. So that's what I wanted to leave you with this week. Unplug from your media and take a break from your daily routines. Just kind of unplug from life in general. Every so often, it really does do your brain a lot of good. So if you would like more help on learning how to do this and how to apply it in your life, 
come sign up for a free mini session because I will give you, you will come away from that session with a really tangible, usable tool that you will be able to use in your life to help you kind of unplug and get reset and start going after some things that maybe you have felt like just kind of at a standstill with. So make sure that you sign up with that. You can reach out to me at meg at the eight cow life.com. And the number eight is the number eight, not spelled out. So um, go ahead and do that. I would love to chat with you. Um, it's a half hour long chat and we get some good coaching and I tell you about how you can work with me more if you want to after the coaching, but most importantly, you get some free help and you know what? Who doesn't like free, right? It's awesome. And I'm fun to talk to. So you really should come talk to me because I love to talk to people. All right. So hop on over and send me an email and I will see you next week back here after my kids are all in school and we are back on our schedule. So have a great week until then. And I will talk to you then. Bye-bye.